The following program is being brought to you on the Seventh Wave Network. For more information about our network and to check our additional show hosts and topics of interest, please visit SeventhWaveNetwork.com. The Voice America Talk Radio Network is the worldwide leader in live Internet talk radio. Visit VoiceAmerica.com. The views and ideas expressed on the following program are strictly those of the host or guests and do not necessarily reflect the views and ideas held by the Voice America Talk Radio Network, its staff, and management. Have you ever stopped to think that the best and worst place to live is in your mind? Think about it. We can create our own destiny or our own downfall. It all has to do with the way that we choose to think and see things. Welcome to Uplift Your Life, Nourishment of the Spirit with your host, Dr. Paula Joyce. Dr. Paula is here with her guest experts to show you just how to change that negative way of thinking and see your world in a positive light. Now, here is Dr. Paula. Welcome to Uplift Your Life, Nourishment of the Spirit. I'm your host, Dr. Paula, the Life Doctor. And I'm grateful to be here with and for you today. You are all part of a global community with fellow listeners in literally every corner of the world. Thank you for being here with and for me and for continuing to spread the word to your friends, relatives, and colleagues. And a special note of gratitude goes this week to our listeners around the world in China, Japan, and Iran, and in the states of Virginia, New York, and Indiana. Welcome and thank you for your continuing support because you keep tuning in and listening. Uplift Your Life, Nourishment of the Spirit is a top-ranked show here on the Voice America Talk Radio Network, the oldest and most widely listened to online talk radio network. Thank you for listening and making this show success possible. And now for your tip for the week from my ebook, 33 Tips for Self-Empowerment. I wrote this book because when you are self-empowered, you are connected to your limitless higher self, your soul. As you learn to hear the still small voice within over the loud voices of others, you will begin to feel at peace. Today, your tip is to limit your access to the news. Too much news can create fear, sadness, and depression. Minimize your exposure to things that you cannot change. Watching the news can be more upsetting than listening to it or reading it. Pay attention to your responses to the different media and get your news in the way that upsets you the least. Also pay attention to when you choose to listen to or read the news. The worst time to get your news is just before bed. It's more likely to interfere with your sleep and or cause bad dreams. If you listen earlier in the day, you have time to process it and let go of disturbing information. My past life group regression workshop was so successful that I'm repeating it this Saturday. 
Knowing our past lives is important because they are often the source of confusing feelings of deja vu, healthy and unhealthy relationships, special talents, gifts and knowledge, fears and phobias, and health problems and personal challenges. We often spend years in therapy or misery blaming our childhood for our difficulties when it's really something we brought into this life from another life. With my process, you will discover what you need to know, keep the positive, and let go of what's hurting you. I was trained by Dr. Brian Weiss, and I use a gentle process in which you always feel safe and in control. Whether you just want to learn more about your soul's journey through different lifetimes or want to heal something in your current life, the information you're ready to know will emerge. In this workshop, you will experience your past lives with my expert guidance, learn new techniques that I have created to help you discover past lives on your own, heal your past, present, and future, connect deeply with your spirit and soul, understand the reasons for your current life circumstances, enhance your spiritual well-being, release the negative influence from your past lives, gain new self-awareness, empowerment, and peace. We'll meet at the Center for Spiritual Living in Dallas this Saturday at 2 o'clock. You can learn more about the importance of past lives by listening to our on-demand shows with Dr. Bernie Siegel and Dr. Dave DeSano. Go to my website, paulajoyce.com, to listen to those shows and to register for my workshop, Past Life Regression, or to contact me about scheduling one of my workshops in your community. Choosing to be positive, choosing to think, see, feel, and act in new and healthier ways is the heart of uplift your life nourishment of the spirit. We all have choices, but we can't make the best choices if we don't know what the options are. This show provides you with new information on health and healing with an emphasis on spirituality and the connection between our thoughts, emotions, and physical and mental health. We can all choose happiness, gratitude, and positivity as we allow ourselves to know the truth of our own experiences and feel the pain of our past or present life and let it go. We open ourselves up to the joy of being fully alive in every moment. We change the energy in our body and literally become younger and healthier, feel lighter and have more energy. We truly know and feel the joy, love and beauty in our lives. My show helps you do that by providing you with new information, perspectives and techniques, inspirational stories and guests who are thought leaders in their field, like our guest today, Mark Ireland, who will talk with us about proof of the afterlife. And last week, Stephanie Banks shared her near-death experience, which set her on a spiritual path of finding her true purpose. Her most important learning is that we are here on earth to grow in love and compassion. As we follow Stephanie on her journey, it empowers us to trust our own intuition and psychic abilities to access spiritual wisdom and our loved ones on the other side. For more information, please 
please go to my website, paulajoyce.com, and click on radio show at the top of the navigation. You can hear this show or any other that you may have missed or want to listen to again. That's the beauty of having the shows on demand. You have easy access any time of day or night, allowing you to listen when it fits your schedule or needs. Since our last show, I've had some comments that I want to share with you. One client told me that he was thinking of cutting back on our sessions in order to save money, but he realized that would be foolish since our sessions were helping him so much. He quickly added, I'm choosing to invest in myself. I was so grateful for what he said because it showed me how much he's grown. For someone who grew up with low self-esteem because of alcoholic, abusive parents, to choose to invest in himself instead of taking care of everyone else is an indication of deep healing. I'm grateful he continues to choose healing over the path that had been laid out for him in childhood. Another client wrote, Thank you. You are a blessing in my life. In our sessions, I get more light to see my life clearly. And a listener wrote, thank you for your show on synchronicity with Robert Moss. It helped me pay attention to some important messages that I would have ignored otherwise. I appreciate how much you help me and people all over the world through your show. Comments like these help me know that I am making a difference. It brings me joy and emotional fulfillment knowing that I can help others experience the love that Stephanie Banks spoke about last week. Today's silver lining story is about anger. Some of you may be puzzled by that statement. I urge you to stay with me and listen closely. Those of you who have been listening on a regular basis know that I've been working on healing some indigestion that goes away and then reemerges as I reach deeper levels of healing. Just before my acupuncture session on Tuesday, I got a reminder call about a dental appointment, which was an hour earlier than I thought we had scheduled. This triggered some deep anger because the appointment was for a redo on a crown. Although there was no additional charge to me, it did cost me time, energy, and emotional strain when my reserves were low. The synchronicity of the reminder call was the first silver lining because it led me to ask my acupuncturist if the indigestion was related to anger. His response was a strong yes. Previously, he had said that it was caused by childhood stress, but anger was a lot more specific. Having grown up with abuse, I had a lot of suppressed anxiety and anger. As a child, there was no safe way to express those feelings, so I ignored them. I continued this pattern into adulthood. By then, I had convinced myself that I was a good person, a spiritual person, if I kept quiet, forgave others, looked for the good in them, and didn't hurt their feelings. This kind of thinking and behavior was affecting my health. When Dr. Chen inserted his needles, I felt the pain as the needles gave the negative energies of anxiety and anger a way to leave my body. 
people often ask if acupuncture hurts. The truth is that the pain is already in my body. If it doesn't have a way to escape, it will continue to cause pain and dis-ease in my body. I'd rather feel the momentary pain of the release than have ongoing damage happening under the surface. Later that afternoon, I went to my nutritional chiropractor to get some supplements to help me with the detoxing. When he asked how I was, I said angry, and it felt awful. His response was my second silver lining. He said how refreshing it was for someone to tell the truth and not just say fine. It prompted him to share something he was going through, which led to his agreeing that honesty, to us agreeing that honesty opened the door to authentic human communication, connection, and compassion. It was confirmation that being a, being real allows others to be real and receive support. We don't have to wear the false mask that we think we do. I was working hard to let go of this anger. I used many of the techniques I teach. I prayed to my guides and angels. I breathed in blue light. I meditated. I put my negative thoughts into the violet light above my head. Still, I had trouble sleeping and finding peace. When I was at my appointment, I found myself telling the receptionist, I'm upset and have to talk with the dentist. With genuine kindness, she offered water. By the time I saw the dentist, my anger was subsiding because I was empowering empowering myself to say what was bothering me. The gift of that awareness was another silver lining. I knew the redo was not caused by his negligence. He really is a very fine dentist. In fact, everyone in his office is highly competent and exceedingly easy to work with. That didn't change the fact that I was being inconvenienced in this process and that dentistry holds far too many negative memories for me. Next week, I might have responded with total peace in the same situation or a similar one. But today, because of where I was in my healing, it was important for me to speak up. The next silver lining really surprised me. He listened with complete openness. Feeling his kindness and compassion created an amazing healing within me. I felt years of anger draining from my body. Then I felt the sadness underneath the anger. That too moved out as the day went on, making room for joy and peace. With what is going on in the world right now, I wanted to read this piece that I wrote after a mass shooting in 1999 in memory. And when I turned around, I felt like screaming. Surely the world has gone mad. No one is safe anymore. I felt this uncontrollable rage at the injustice, the randomness. I turned around and I wanted to scream at you. Yet you have done nothing to deserve my anger. You are just here and the shooter is dead along with his victims. 
truth stranger than fiction. I couldn't possibly write a story to rival the one that unfolded tonight. Nothing could be more bizarre, more surreal. The heart and head of this country are disconnected and disheartened bodies are leading us down some path of doom. I turned around and saw blood everywhere. Violence is rampant. No one is safe. No place is safe. I'm afraid to go out, but home is no safer. Locks can't keep the rage, the fear, the violence at bay. I turned around and I wanted to grab my children, my husband, and run. But there's nowhere to run. There's no place to hide. I turned around and felt God watching. I turned around and saw no end to this. I turned around and saw more and more mass destruction. I turned around and wondered how much more can we bear individually, collectively. I turned around and wondered when would we implode. Then I turned around once more and saw green pastures, children laughing, playing, spinning, totally oblivious to the cruelty and insanity in the world. Or maybe they know something we have forgotten. I turned around and I saw hope. Mark Ireland knows about finding the positive in trauma and about hope. He's the son of Richard Ireland, a renowned psychic who counseled celebrities such as Mae West and Glenn Ford. After his youngest son passed, Mark wrote Soul Shift to share his search for answers about life after death. In Messages from the Afterlife, he looks more deeply into psychic medium phenomena. Mark also published Your Psychic Potential, a guide to psychic development by his father, Mark holds a bachelor's degree from Arizona State University and is co-founder of Helping Parents Heal. You are listening to Uplift Your Life, Nourishment of the Spirit. I'm your host, Dr. Paula, the Life Doctor. While you're listening to the commercials, click on the link to read about and register for my workshop, Past Life Group Regression. Then click on Store to purchase my ebook, 33 Tips for Self Empowerment. Then go to Calendar of Events to see your question for today. Stay tuned. We'll be right back with Mark Ireland to talk about proof of the afterlife. The Voice America 7th Wave Channel. Seek greater awareness. Time for a fresh perspective. From leadership development to team building and re-imaging your mission, Dr. Paula has game-changing speeches and presentations crafted just for you. She has helped leading experts solve their key challenges and can help you too, while reducing stress and increasing your profitability. With Dr. Paula, you will find common ground in innovative solutions. Start now with a free consultation. Call Dr. Paula, the Life Doctor, today at 214-208-3533 or visit paulajoyce.com. Be the best that you can be. Dr. Paula invites you to meet with her for a -a one-of-a-kind breakthrough coaching session. Dissolve hidden barriers to your goals. Solve your most challenging problems. 
and unleash your inner power. Visit PaulaJoyce.com or call Dr. Paula, the Life Doctor, at 214-208-3533 to find out more and to schedule your free consultation. Whether it's individual or group, business or personal, attain success with ease. Mention that you heard this on Uplift Your Life and receive 10% off your first service. Call 214-208-3533 or visit PaulaJoyce.com today. This is the Voice America 7th Wave Channel. You are listening to Uplift Your Life, Nourishment of the Spirit with Dr. Paula Joyce. To reach the show today, please call 1-866-472-5795. That's 1-866-472-5795. You may also send an email to drpaulajoyce at gmail.com. That's drpaulajoyce at gmail.com. Now, back to Uplift Your Life, Nourishment of the Spirit. If you're just tuning in, I'm your host, Dr. Paula, the Life Doctor, and you're listening to Uplift Your Life, Nourishment of the Spirit. I always appreciate hearing from you, my listeners, and as a top-ranked show, when you choose to advertise with me, you reach a lot of people. If this interests you or if you want to become part of the conversation today, please call one 472 5795 or email drpaulajoyce at now or between shows. I value you and what you have to say, so please let me know what's on your mind and heart. I hope that you said that you're willing to have an open mind to the possibility of an afterlife when you went to the question for today. And right now, I'm so grateful to welcome Mark Ireland to talk with us about proof of the afterlife. And a special thank you to you, Mark, for joining us, even though you're struggling with the aftermath of a cold. (laughs) Well, I'm about 85% healed now, so uh, thanks for having me, and I'm happy to be here. Great, great. Um, I thought that it would... um, be important for us to start with your talking about your personal experience that started you on this journey of um, of searching for information about the afterlife and finding your own true gifts. Sure. It really, I guess, goes back to my childhood because my father had uh, gifts as a psychic and a medium um, and it was quite apparent in our daily life. Uh, he seemed to know everything that was going on and in public demonstrations, and he actually had his own church, too, which was pretty progressive for the time, uh, where he would demonstrate these gifts um, as evidence of, to people that were more than just a body. Um, I can give you a couple quick stories going back that will give you kind of a flavor for what it was like living in our household. Um, one that my mother liked to tell was when they first got married, she went um, for about three months without any meat, trying to become a vegetarian. And one particular day, she just had a craving for a burger, and she went out and got a burger. And uh, later that evening, when my dad got home, he walked in the door, and the first words out of his mouth were, uh, so surely did you enjoy your hamburger today? <laughs> um, but in addition to the psychic insights, I saw my father provide profound messages to people, um, 
that provided great detail, names of folks who had passed, very specific things about them, and messages kind of of hope and love to those people. So that instilled in me from a young age that there's something more that isn't necessarily tangible to our five physical senses that we don't see or touch, but it's there somehow, whether we understand how that works or not, um, and that, that life goes on. So that was kind of the very beginning. And um, as in my book, you know, says, I, I wouldn't say I drifted away from that, but it just wasn't a focal point for my life. As I grew up, I went a more kind of traditional path and got a degree, got into business, got married, had a couple of kids. Um, but it was actually the unexpected passing of my youngest son, Brandon, that spurred me to go back into this area, look at it, not just for evidence, but also for a sense of personal connection, which, which I did have many times and still have today. And I can share um, kind of a sequence or anything you want to know about that, uh, including stories, uh, but I just don't want to ramble on too much here. Well, that's a perfect place to take a pause because Laura from St. Louis um, has called in. Laura, are you there? I, I am here. Um, I have a question. It's actually for you, Dr. Paula. Yes. Um, my question is, I know you've mentioned on your show before um, that you are Jewish and the Jewish religion doesn't believe in the afterlife. Um, my question is, how how do you deal with the fact that your religious beliefs are somewhat different from your spiritual ones? Um, and well, if the guest would like to answer as well. Yes, please. And actually, that's incorrect. And I have mentioned in previous shows that that is um, false information, that really Jewish mysticism, and there's much text as well that talks about the afterlife. So um, it, it is in my religion. And um, Mark, I know you talk also about um, religion and the afterlife. Would you like to respond to that question as well? Sure. I think, you know, there are a variety of religious traditions. But for me, for most people, they don't completely define who you are or your inner knowing. And that's kind of a step beyond a religious dogma that provides a framework of belief. Um, you know, there are people that are very fundamentalist or traditional in their view around their religion, and they take everything at face value. But I think a lot of thinking people don't do that. They take their religion as a framework and a, um, a body to be part of that gives them fellowship and guidance in a general sense. But I know even within the, <coughs> excuse me, the Jewish tradition, there's Kabbalah, and I've got a friend who... Uh, knows a great deal about it, and I mentioned him in, in my second book, um, and that is the, the Jewish uh, mystic tradition, I believe. And, um, and there are various Jewish sects, as you would probably know, the Reform, Orthodox, and others, and some of them are more inclined to say this life is all there is, and others might be open to the afterlife. Um, each, even within various religions, there are different views. Christianity has dozens of sects, and and so um, I think where, what I really wrote about, though, was kind of the hang-up some people have about mediumship and spiritual gifts, um, it, mainly in, in, the, in the Bible uh, and mainly in the Old Testament. Um, but some of those stories are in books like Leviticus and Deuteronomy that also say it's, um, it, you know, children who talk back to their parents should be stoned to death. 
So I think you have to take certain things with a grain of salt, look into the New Testament, too, and see that these spiritual gifts are flourishing and used. Jesus, for example, in the story of the Transfiguration, um, speaks to two dead people, Moses and Elijah, in front of his disciples, and gives clairvoyant messages to a woman at a well in the Gospel of John. And in the Old Testament as well, you have prophets providing prophecy uh, all through. Uh, so I think you have to read these things with a balanced mind. And, uh, and again, the religious traditions, from my perspective, um, are for most people a framework, a general framework, but their personal experiences that, you know, kind of supplement that because they're more meaningful, because they're a direct experience. Um, I, I do believe that you're correct, and I uh, appreciate that. And there is this overlay or maybe underpinning of um, mystical beliefs and of spiritua- spirituality that really cuts across all religions. And you talk about your father, you quoted him as talking about the golden strand of truth which I thought was really beautiful. So will you talk a little bit, as long as this topic has been raised, about spirituality that's really um, there for all of us? Sure. Um, Yeah, my father, he he was raised as a Methodist until he was a young boy, and then he asked some very provocative questions of his minister that the minister couldn't answer, because my dad was a deep thinker. And at the age of 12, kind of took off on his own path and did a lot of reading, and he had his own personal experiences that were deeply spiritual, and to him those were direct. So as he grew and he looked at the various religious traditions, he found what he called the golden strand of truth that runs across them. And you will find these commonalities in all faiths. Um, you know, in general terms, one of them might be, you know, how you treat other people, the golden rule, if you will, um, do unto others as you would have them do unto you, and not to kill people, and, and basic things like that. So um, I think that he, he was somebody who, after, you know, growing up as a Methodist, then he went, he was ordained in the Spiritualist Church, and then he branched out from that and really formed his own church, which he called the University of Life. And it was all, he called it interdenominational, uh, not non-denominational, because <laughs> it was a melding of different traditions, and he wanted to bring people together. He was a unifier, and that's how I feel about things, too. There's so much divisiveness in the world today. I mean, we see it because people get so rigid and caught up in ideology uh, instead of love, you know. And what we saw happen in San Bernardino is a byproduct of that. You've got people that go on an ideological bent, and that becomes their truth, and it's a false truth. Um, I, so. I, I love what you're saying, and that's why I brought it up, is that I agree with you completely that we find ways to divide as opposed to what we share in common. And I think that that is when we think about the soul and universal love and, um, and compassion that we are then really in a realm where we are all one and we are all connected. And the, um, individual aspects that separate us are really um, do are really causing negativity as opposed to creating the oneness and the shared experience and connectedness that we all truly have I agree I think 
you know, the reality is if everybody would just step back two steps and remember that everything and everyone comes from a single source. And if you know anything about quantum mechanics, there is an interconnectedness amongst everything. Um, and that interconnectedness leads me to believe that there's a oneness among us and uh, a connectedness, and we need to remember that. And if we start there, instead of starting at a lower place, we have a lot less trouble. Exactly. And I also, um, in, in that same chapter, you also talked about, and on the same topic, that we're all souls who are here to grow. And I, that's my perspective as well. So I'd love for you to talk a little bit about that. Well, I think um, one thing that I shared was, you know, people often ask, why do we suffer? or Why do people go through things? I know some folks that are really focused on the Bible will point to the story of Job. I, I guess my perspective is that um, the evolution takes place not only biologically, but I think in terms of the soul. So as individual souls, we are um, intended, we want to, our soul wants to evolve and become re more refined. And by living in a world like this where we have challenges that test us and things that stretch us, we grow. Um, just like me having a son pass brought me back to being more caring and more spiritual and more interested in helping other people and serving. And, you know, as a byproduct of that now, you had mentioned earlier the Helping Parents Heal organization that I helped co-found with Elizabeth Boyson, who's in Scottsdale, Arizona. And uh, we have like 6,000 parents on Facebook um, and 20 chapters across North America now of parent groups uh, helping folks who had lost children or had children pass on. So um, I guess that's what I would say is that I, I think the purpose of life and why we're here is one that our soul knows and, and is, is, um, has agreed to, which is to go through experiences that will grow us, stretch us, and refine us. Yes, and it's that last statement that you just made that has helped me accept my life journey because who am I going to be angry at since I chose it? <laughs> yeah, it's at a deeper level, you know. I, I think there's a, there's a consciousness beyond our surface level consciousness that we, we are tapped into. And I think a lot of <clears throat> psychic intuitive type stuff comes from that. It's part of us. Yes. It's and the core of us. Yes, and you pointed out that we have a piece of God in us, and therefore we really, all of us really have this psychic ability, this access to the spiritual realm. Yeah, uh, that's back to the oneness idea, you know. Um, to use uh, New Testament terms of Father, I'm in the Father, the Father is in me, you're in me, and I am in you. Um, I think, and again, back to not overdo the quantum mechanics thing, but there are um, principles that have been tested repeatedly and, and, and proven that, that bear this sort of ideology out, that there is a oneness, an interconnectedness. Uh, the entanglement is the primary one that comes to mind, which basically states that two particles that have ever come into contact can be separated as far apart is opposite ends of the universe. Whatever happens to one is instantly reflected in the other, even though that violates 
Einstein's uh, special relativity law. Um, so there's more there than we know and more than we understand. But I think at the core, there's, there's an underlying matrix or framework um, where the spiritual realm is, and it ties into our world. And uh, I guess that's my perspective on it. Well, I, I think it's an important and powerful one and, and one that I share. And I know that you also teach um, people how to uh, develop their own psychic abilities. So with that, um, I don't claim to be an expert. And, you know, to be frank, I haven't done that much development work myself, but I've had some profound experiences. And I think when I can retire from my day job, <laughs> I'll probably put more effort toward that. But I have taken my father's materials and shared them in workshops. Um, and often with I'll, I'll partner with another psychic medium that I know and respect uh, who helps and brings their material to the table along with me. But it's interesting how I got my father's material in the first place. It, it'll take me a minute to tell that. Is this a good time? Yes. Well, okay. we've got about... Yes, fine. Go ahead. So um, it was just a month after my... Um, I'm sorry, about six months after my father had passed, um, a person handed me a book, and uh, it was like a, a, it was a, man, a manuscript that was eight and a half by 11 pages in a box, and it was called Your Psychic Potential, A Guide to Psychic Development. I said, what's this? And uh, the person said, well, your dad gave this to me shortly before he passed. You were out of state at the time. I said, well, why are you giving this to me now? It's been 12 years. And he says, I don't know. I just feel like I'm supposed to. And uh, it was about two weeks later I had a reading with Alison Dubois, who's become famous by virtue of the show Medium. And uh, one of the first things she said to me, she says, your father's here and he's showing me a book. I believe it's his book and he's handing it to you. Does that, do you know what I mean? I'm like, absolutely. So she said, well, this book is for you to take forward. Um, and I did manage to get it published. And it, the contents of that book were really derived from him doing workshops back in the late 60s and early 70s on helping people develop their own intuitive abilities. And so that's the information that I share. And then we do some exercises and things uh, during the workshops to kind of let them test and try, try things out. And that's really how to develop the most is through doing. Well, yes. And in your book, you also talk about some activities that I have used to develop my own psychic abilities. You talk about creativity and about writing. Um, I used painting and channeling my writing like the piece that I read in memory was all channeled. I didn't you know, stop to think, oh, what is the next sentence? I just wrote in a steady stream. And I think, and when I paint, I don't predetermine what I'm going to paint. I just allow something to come through. And afterwards, there are images of animals and of angels and of people that I don't even know how to do if I were doing it consciously. So, you know, those kinds of activities we all can engage in to help us develop our psychic awareness. Yeah, and that's what my dad had in his book that I believe is completely true. Those creative activities are very similar and related to psychic intuitive abilities. So I play guitar. I find that if I think while I'm playing in a mechanical way, I don't play as well as I just let go and play. Or if I'm writing a book, or like the writing the spirituality chapter in Soul Shift, 
a lot of that came through that way. And it's, it's better quality, <laughs> you know. Um, so I, I could concur with you there. Absolutely. Beautiful. This is fabulous. Thank you um, so much, Mark. We're going to um, take a break right now and come back to talk more about this and about proof of the afterlife. I'm your host, Dr. Paula, the Life Doctor, and you're listening to Uplift Your Life, Nourishment of the Spirit. While you're listening to the commercials, click on the link to sign up for my newsletter. You'll receive the free chapter on my ultimate creative problem-solving process for my best-selling book, which will help you release hidden fears and barriers to hearing your soul, your true self, your inner wisdom, and getting what you truly want in life. You'll get also get advance notice about every show and the on-demand shows. Now on your paper, write down how you're going to use what you're learning today about the afterlife. Stay tuned. We'll be right back with Mark Ireland to talk more about proof of the afterlife. Be the change. The Seventh Wave Channel on the Voice America Network. The best that you can be. Dr. Paula invites you to meet with her for a -a one-of-a-kind breakthrough coaching session. Dissolve hidden barriers to your goals, solve your most challenging problems, and unleash your inner power. Visit PaulaJoyce.com or call Dr. Paula, the Life Doctor, at 214-208-3533 to find out more and to schedule your free consultation. Whether it's individual or group, business or personal, attain success with ease. Mention that you heard this on Uplift Your Life and receive 10% off your first service. Call 214-208-3533 or visit PaulaJoyce.com today. Time for a fresh perspective from leadership development to team building and re-imaging your mission. Dr. Paula has game-changing speeches and presentations crafted just for you. She has helped leading experts solve their key challenges and can help you too while reducing stress and increasing your profitability. With Dr. Paula, you will find common ground in innovative solutions. Start now with a free consultation. Call Dr. Paula, the Life Doctor, today at 214-208-3533 or visit paulajoyce.com. The Voice America 7th Wave Channel. You are listening to Uplift Your Life, Nourishment of the Spirit with Dr. Paula Joyce. To reach the show today, please call 1-866-472-5795. That's 1-866-472-5795. You may also send an email to drpaulajoyce at gmail.com. That's drpaulajoyce at gmail.com. Now, back to Uplift Your Life, Nourishment of the Spirit. If you're just tuning in, I'm your host, Dr. Paula, the Life Doctor. Welcome back to Uplift Your Life nourishment of the spirit. I hope that you wrote down how you're going to use what you're learning today about the afterlife. And I'm so glad we're here talking with Mark Ireland about proof of the afterlife. Mark, um, it really is good to have you on. And I was wondering if you would talk a little bit more about 
Um, maybe starting with your experience with your sister um, in in her the process of her dying. Sure. Um, so this is a few years after my son had passed, and after I'd already met with a number of mediums and had some other direct personal experiences that were quite profound. And I, in the meantime, met a number of top mediums and also researchers of parapsychology. And um, my sister had been diagnosed with pancreatic cancer, and it had spread to her liver, or I guess metastasized to her liver. And um, she was given basically a certain amount of time before she was going to pass. And by the time she got into hospice, I had an idea that I shared with her and asked her if she would like to participate in an experiment that could potentially help other people. And... Um, the idea came from the old Houdini experiment. Uh, some people know that Harry Houdini, before he died, had given his wife Beatrice a secret code and said, you know, if, any, if you can get this message through any other person, then you'll know it's truly me, Harry Houdini. Uh, that actually was done um, by Arthur Ford a few years later, but then the skeptics went crazy and um, alleged fraud, although there was really no evidence of any fraud. Um, and today, if you read about that, it'll say that <clears throat> it's never been solved, when in fact it actually has. But um, when I thought about that, I thought, well, what was the flaw in that experiment? Um, and really what I came down to was that a living person knew what the code was. So that um, if no one knew what the code was, then you couldn't allege fraud, or, and you couldn't allege telepathy either. So the idea I had was for my sister to come up with a phrase of her choosing to write it down, put it in a sealed envelope, for us to hold that envelope, and then after she passed to see if we could get the message from someone. And so it was a pretty interesting process. I had a couple uh, researchers help me. One was Tricia Robertson, who's with the SPR in Scotland, that's the Society of Psychical Research. And another was Dr. Don Watson, a neuroscientist who taught at the University of Kansas. And Don just passed himself a few months ago. He was a good man. It still is. But uh, they helped me with the design of the experiment. And so we, we did this. I got to my sister shortly before her passing. Um, and you hear about deathbed experiences people have. My sister, there was something interesting that happened bef just before I got her to write down her phrase. But I had learned a new type of healing technique. And I came into her room, and she was completely out, eyes shut, and she was not seemingly aware of anything. And I put my hands over her. And uh, for about five minutes, and then I went and sat down in a chair. Within five or ten minutes, she sat, she kind of popped up, opened her eyes and looked at me, and she said, they said what you did helped. I said, who is they? <laughs> so she was kind of in a half-altered state at the time. But anyhow, um, my sister wrote her phrase, and we did this. Uh, well, we waited, waited a month or so, and we reached out to a number of, of mediums and got their responses. Um, <clears throat> And it was a few months later that we actually opened the envelope to see what we had match up. Interestingly, it was two of the very last people that we gone to said, you don't have it. What you've received so far is not correct. And then they gave us words and phrases that when we opened the envelope, were, were, they weren't verbatim, but they were essentially what she was saying, which was rather interesting. Yes, and I also want to point out that I think it's profound that your sister said they said it helped, and to me they are her guides and angels on the other side who were helping her in the transition 
process. I thought that was really um, beautiful. And I, I would also appreciate your sharing what you think have been maybe some of the most, um, in addition to what you've already said, some of the most powerful stories of proof and maybe healing as well. Because I think that what you're doing with this organization, Helping Parents Heal, is so profoundly powerful. Yeah, and and what separates us from other organizations like ours is that we're the only one that allows open discussion of spiritual experiences and afterlife evidence. The others shut that down. Uh, so we feel that's a, a critical factor because that's one of the things that can help people heal. But yes. as far as other experiences, I'll, I'll just pick two because I know we're on limited time. One involves both synchronicity and some messages that were very profound. So <clears throat> three weeks after my son Brandon had passed, I was watching uh, the NBC affiliate news in Phoenix and uh, saw a mention of a program at the University of Arizona being conducted at the time where they were um, testing mediums under controlled conditions where the medium could not speak with or see the sitter. And the sitter is the person who had lost a loved one who was waiting for messages. And in the course of that, um, I was really impressed with the quality of the people that they had doing this and the the specificity of the messages and uh, how those were applicable to the people and, and verified as correct. In particular, they showed Alison Dubois. And at this time, she was not known. So I thought in my mind, I would love to get a reading from her, and I would love to be in that lab as a sitter someday. The very next day, I get a phone call from a man in Texas who had known my father. And he said, Mark, I know what you've been through, and I, uh, I know someone who might be able to help you. Her name's Allison Dubois, and here's her phone number. You can call for an appointment, <laughs> <laughs> which was rather uh, synchronistic. And, uh, and it was within less than a year I was in that lab as a sitter, and it was actually for an experiment conducted for the Discovery Channel. And it's on my website if people want to go there, markirelandauthor.com. On the media page, you can see that video on Discovery Channel. But the medium in my test was Lori Campbell, who's a very gifted medium out of uh, Southern California. And um, the way this worked was I had to sit behind her. She couldn't see me. And then the uh, researcher would ask her a series of questions. And uh, he had asked her, he, he, he just basically said that the name of the deceased is Brandon. And Brandon is the, and before he could even say it, she said, son. And he said, uh, you know, the sitter. And then he says, can you tell me how Brandon passed? And she says, and just for those who don't know, my son uh, died of a severe asthma attack. And we actually didn't know that initially. It took a week to get the diagnosis, but... Um, so when Lori was asked this question, she said, I, in my chest, I feel like my chest, you know, uh, I, I can't breathe, and um, I, I feel like I, I want to throw up. Um, <clears throat> and she, um, uh, Brandon did actually, his best friend was with him, said that he threw up just before passing away. Uh, she gave a few other things that were very pertinent, the fact that there was a tree planted in his honor, which his high school had planted, and a plaque, and there was a bronze statue with a plaque of a bass guitar because he played bass. She also had repeated the names Linda Shirley, Shirley Linda. Well, those were the names of my mom and my aunt, and those are the wives of my dad and my uncle. And my uncle had just passed, and he had similar abilities to my dad. 
So there was a number of other things, but the one that, in hindsight, really touched me the most was uh, she was asked, can you uh, give me some piece of information that would let the sitter know that Brandon, it's really Brandon. And she says, well, I think the sitter is actually writing a book about him. And I was at the time writing Soul Shift, and it was primarily about Brandon and my experiences there. So aside from that, I'd say the other one that really stood out was an experience involving my wife. And this happened six months after Brandon passed. We had gone on a cruise, and it was going to be to celebrate Brandon's graduation from high school. So we took our other son, Stephen, and we took Brandon's best friend, Stu. And at the end of that, when we got back, Susie went into our master bedroom and sat at the foot of our bed. And while she was there, she sensed a presence and saw a shadow figure to her right side, and she knew it was Brandon. Um, the very next day, we got a call from a musician friend, James Linton. And Susie had loaned James uh, uh, Brandon's bass guitar, because James was a guitar player and a singer and a composer, and he was recording a song. And he said, Susie, I've got to tell you something, but I don't know how to tell you. And she thought he was going to say, I broke the bass guitar. But it wasn't that at all. He said, well, I was recording this song, and while I was doing it, I felt another presence with me, and I saw a shadow figure out of my peripheral vision. And I thought that I was dehydrated, so I drank water. I thought I needed something to eat, so I went and ate. I took a shower, but every time I came back, it was stronger. And then what it eventually, what it eventually happened was he felt that he needed to acknowledge this presence, and he did. And he, he figured it was Brandon. He said, what do you want, Brandon? And then at that point when he opened up, he was guided to redo this song, and it's a phenomenal song called On the Other Side. And he, uh, he said, this is the best song I've ever written, but I didn't write it. Um, and for the skeptic out there, I would just say, whether you, um, I, I would just say that look at the fact that my wife had that experience and someone that didn't know anything about that had the identical experience and called my wife about that the very next day. Beautiful. What a perfect place to end this wonderful conversation. Thank you so much for being with us and sharing this. And I want to encourage people to go to helpingparentsheal.info in addition to the author site. Thank you so much. Well, thanks for having me. Have a beautiful day and a quick recovery. <laughs> you, you have a good day, too. Bye. Thank you. And thank you for joining us for Uplift Your Life, Nourishment of the Spirit. If you enjoyed today's show, please click on the link to like us on Facebook. Then click on the link to my resources page and to my store to purchase Mark Ireland's book and mine. And then learn about my services, including coaching, speaking, energy healing, past life regressions, or to sponsor one of my experiential workshops, such as Overcoming Abuse Through Self-Empowerment, 21 Steps for Healing the Body, Energy Healing, the Om Awakening, and the Ultimate Creative Problem-Solving Process. And if you mention this show, you get a 10% new client discount on my coaching, which I do in person over Skype or on the phone. When you work with me, you get support, guidance, and healing from the spiritual realm. Literally thousands of angels and guides of a high and positive spiritual nature work through me and directly with my clients. My process connects your mind, heart, and spirit, resulting in faster progress and profound healing. 
click on the link to register for my past life group regression workshop, then go to the calendar of events and press click here to send me an email with your commitment to yourself. As you begin to experience success, please send me another email so I can read it on the air and we can celebrate together. Please join us next Thursday when Dr. Gus Kaufman will return to talk with us about healing abuse in the LGBT community. In the meantime, if you have a difficulty in your own life or have an inspirational story to share, please leave a phone message at 214-736-4460 or send an email to drpaulajoyce at gmail.com. I want to hear from you. This is Dr. Paula, your CM or chosen mom, as designated by Bernie Siegel. Remember, you are loved. Just let that feeling wash over you and through you. Have a blessed week. Thank you for tuning in to Uplift Your Life, Nourishment of the Spirit. Please join Dr. Paula Joyce and her guest experts next Thursday at 8 a.m. Pacific Time, 11 a.m. Eastern Time on the Voice America 7th Wave Channel. Until then, have a positive week. Thanks again for listening to the preceding program brought to you on the 7th Wave Network. For more information about our network and to check out additional show hosts and topics of interest, please visit 7thWaveNetwork.com. The Voice America Talk Radio Network is the worldwide leader in live Internet talk radio. Visit VoiceAmerica.com. The views and ideas expressed on the preceding program are strictly those of the host or guests and do not necessarily reflect the views and ideas held by the Voice America Talk Radio Network, its staff, and management.